Hey guys. guys! Welcome back to another episode of To All the Secrets I've Kept Before. I am William. And this is Ingrid. So Ingrid, what are we here to talk about this week? Yeah, so we'll be bringing you another story this week. Um, but I know that last month we talked about how we're going to have anonymous stories mm. every week. Yeah. Um, but we thought that this week we would do something a little special. Mm. Um, just because last week we sort of touched on family and we actually felt like that was a topic worth exploring a little bit more. Yeah. So this week we'll be bringing you some personal stories from your host. Um, and yeah, it'll be exciting. Awesome. So we came across uh, this uh, on a Facebook page, or a Facebook group, sorry, uh, Subtle Asian Leftovers. And the question is, for those who have moved out of their family home, did it also help to improve your mental health and relationship with your parents? And I can confidently say there is so much stuff that I could, I could, you know, like speak into this, um, just just because it's just been massive and 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 a, like a six year journey as well. Yeah, um, so yeah. I think that will be quite exciting to explore. Yeah. So without further ado, let's go. Let's go. To all the stories. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? We're on a journey of discovery in stories and conversations with Ingrid and William. Yeah, so Will, you were mentioning how it's been six years of experience for you. Mm. Do you think you can tell us a little bit what it's like? Yeah, I think maybe I can give some context to, to, to the six years. So basically, fresh out of high school, my parents were moving overseas to Malaysia to, to run a business. And I was like 18 at the time. I had just turned 18 was really looking forward to university, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, and then, yeah, then they kind of like sprung it on us, like, hey, we're going to be moving overseas, um, but we'll trust that, you know, you're old enough now to look after your younger brother and, you know, you've done enough chores to, to man the house. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's a bit of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. long story short there, which I'll, I'll take some time to extrapolate later, is I had to grow up really quickly. Yeah. Um, and it was a really, really steep learning curve. Mm. So, yes, yeah, so that's the context. So, in my first year of university, it was also my first year of, of living alone with my uh, my brother and my sister as well. So, mm. she was en route to, to move to Malaysia with my parents, but because she had already, you know, she was still enrolled at school, she couldn't just up and go kind of thing. Yeah. So, in my first year of uni, I had to drive my younger brother to... Uh, high school uh, and he was in year 12 and I had to drive my sister to like I think grade 2 or grade 3 oh primary school yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing was that it was that they went to different schools yeah so I had to drop them off at different locations whilst also like figure out university for yep. the first time and this was like a daily this is a daily yeah. thing yeah Um, and the reason why is because um, dad was also transitioning out of his, his mm. previous job in Melbourne. Um, but he's, he's also like a workaholic, so he would work really long hours. Um, and so he couldn't always bring my, um, uh, my siblings to school. So it'd always be me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, figuring out university, you know, like our timetables as well, making sure it was between 9am and 3pm because I had to bring my, my siblings home as well. Oh so like God. literally class would finish and I'd have to dash off. And pick my siblings up from yeah. from school, 
And so, yeah, like six months in, I burnt out. I got into a car crash. I fell asleep at the wheel. No. Um, both my siblings were in the car as well. Like it was, yeah, it was really bad. And I didn't realize just how taxing of a responsibility it, it is yeah. to actually um, A, be a parent, but then B, be a parent-ish yeah. when your parents aren't in the picture, right? And um, maybe there are some you know listeners out there who can resonate and relate to that. Uh, and having to look after something that might not be your responsibility, but because of the circumstances of your life, yeah, you have to step up to the plate, right? Yeah. So, so then, yeah. Um, I guess when you felt really tired, right, mm. and sort of like all these things are happening because yeah. you've just been so busy. Mm. Like, did it? Did you talk to your parents about it? Like, how did you feel towards your parents? Like, was there any like? resentment or bitterness that like you felt like it was started growing oh definitely yeah i think i think the bitterness and the resentment was always there particularly towards my dad yeah um since i was uh in high school um and i think i'm i think it's, it's okay for me to share this because he and i have had closure over the years but mm. Yeah, like my dad is basically a man of principle. Mm. Um, he has high standards. He has a certain way of doing things. Um, and for the nature of work that he was doing in corporate, it really suited his um, his regimen and mm. his his work ethic. Yeah. Um, but I think as a Christian, um, it was really hard to understand the concept of grace because I didn't really feel like there was much at home. Yeah. Um, so again, my dad was, is a great, you know, like manager in corporate and like he still is now, but I think as a father at the time, I really wrestled to see him as, as a dad. I really yeah. wrestled to see him as someone that I could really like go to with my issues and problems. Um, uh, you know, being Asian as well, like <laughs> academics and like studying really hard, that was like super ingrained. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> Truth of the fact is, I wasn't academically smart. I yeah. was I was clueless. And I would work really, really hard and I would still just get like subpar grades. Yeah. So then did you feel like there's always these expectations there that you could never quite reach? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Even now. Yeah. But I think it's it's a little different in that because we kind of see eye to eye and yeah. I'm a little older now. We, we get that. Like when we see each other as like... Like dad and son, but also equals as adults as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like he he had a certain way of of mm. of me having to study, me putting in my time, putting in my hours. I was gaming a lot back then. I wasn't sleeping right, um, and so yeah, I think throughout high school there was this massive like comparison of like you're not doing good enough, you're not ex- excelling to the best of your ability, you're really slack, you're really lazy, and it, and I think it came from a place of love, but how it was received, how mm. I received it, it just came up really like degrading, and yeah. I just felt really worthless, and and so you know when my parents moved to Malaysia, and I had to look after my siblings, it really fell hard on me, like oh I can't. Uh, muck around anymore and it was hard because you know when you're in uni for the first time it's like there's all these different like social groups and social clubs and you're like yeah. oh, I want to I wanna go party yeah. I want to hang out with these guys um, yeah. you want to like, be a part of everything yeah like, you know like, you want to be a part of like the yeah. crowd the cool crowd you know yeah. like oh my gosh they're, they're cool can I hang out with them yeah. like, and you sort of feel spot. like there's like a whole entire world yeah. that's opened up yeah. yeah and instead I'm like I gotta pick up my silly from school <laughs> <laughs> like it was just it was, it was difficult yeah um and I think what made it more isolating is none of my friends were going through anything mm, remotely yeah. to my situation. Like none of them had to um, pick up their siblings from school. They all had parents who still were looking after them, yeah. doing their laundry, washing their clothes, mowing the <laughs> lawn, you know, like like preparing doing meals everything for them. For them. Yeah. Yeah. And like they even had the liberty to work part-time yeah. as well because, mm. you know, everything was... was 
more or less uh, in a better position for them to do their own little thing. Whereas for me, I, I felt quite tied down. Mm. And so, yeah, like, and so eventually um, what I guess was the tipping point that made me explode was my dad was, was um, had visited and then he was looking at the bank statements and he was looking at the credit card um, mm. spendings. And then I think he saw like I had spent something that wasn't, in line with what I was allowed to to use the credit card for. Yeah. So I think I just ate like fast food or something. I'm like <laughs> like cheeky Nando's for like oh myself. My and it was like maybe like 25, 30 bucks. And yeah. he's like, you shouldn't have gone there. And yeah. I just erupted. I was like, nah, I cannot do this. Like, yeah. this is insane. I'm frugal and thrifty as <laughs> is. And you roast me for this. And again, like there was so much context for that as well. Because, you know, they were starting a business. So it was yeah. a lot of high costs involved. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you, you know, you don't have you shouldn't be spending money if you don't have to. Like, there is food at home. You do yeah. cook. But it was just a lot, you know? And then, yeah, and then the car crash and everything. So, in my first 12 months um, of, you know, living with my without my parents, it was just really hard. It was mm. I struggled. And, and, yeah, I think being apart from it as, as well, it... I think it fueled that um, bitterness as well. Mm. Because they weren't there, I felt really free. But then when they did come back every now and then, it just like... The anger came back. I yeah, and I also think it's kind of like when they leave you alone for a bit, right? Mm. You're like, okay, this is my life now. Yeah. Like I can do what I want. This is how I plan things. Yeah. I schedule things. But then when they come back, it sort of feels like, oh, they're back here, like yeah. into my space. Yeah. Like now I have to readjust totally. and learn how to live with them again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So when my parents moved back from Malaysia just earlier last. Uh, last year it was a massive adjustment mm. because I hadn't lived with them properly under the same household mm. doing the you know household chores doing life together for, yeah. for, you know, for so long like I would visit them maybe annually every year to yeah. Malaysia but it's it's different when you're visiting your parents versus living with your parents do you know yeah, what I mean I like, when, it, yeah. like when I'm living <laughs> with my like when I was visiting my parents in Malaysia in our in our place I still felt like I didn't have to do any of the chores because it was, wasn't my place. So I yeah. could just kind of like leave it to my parents. Like I'd wash up for myself maybe, but they wouldn't have to ever comment on my, on my routine or my lifestyle or my, on my cleanliness. Cause yeah. I was only there for a short time. This, the moment they came back um, and dad came back first cause of COVID, he was like, Oh, this is how you live your life. Like, like and I was <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, are you serious right now? Like, like there's no moldy food, the grass, like the we had we've had no issues from like the community about yeah. you know, our garden, like like life's not bad, man. Wait, like, what were some of the things that he was like? Oh, this is how you. Live okay, your so life. I think the big one, and maybe maybe all the listeners out there can resonate, but like I don't wash my dishes straight away. <laughs> oh. My- Hey, no, don't. we get it. Yeah, like, like, I'll wash it after dinner, you know? Like, yeah. but, like, after dinner, I mean, like, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., you know? Like, yeah. um, so I didn't wash my dishes straight away. Uh, I didn't wash my pots and pans straight away. Um, and then with my laundry basket, it was always overflowing. Yeah. So my laundry loads were always, like, 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 if Ooh. I did a laundry day, it was literally laundry day. Like, I would take the day to do the laundry because <laughs> there would be, like, buckets of clothes that needed to be washed. 
But, you know, for the most part, like, the house wasn't falling apart. We weren't having, like, any kind of infestation problems, mm. you know? Like, like, yeah. like it was it was fine. Um, it was, like, nothing major, but it's... It was seriously yeah, nothing major. It was more of a lifestyle that but you it's, lived. Correct. Yeah. And, and my room was never... Okay, and, okay, so the common rooms were always really clean, yeah. really tidy, but yeah. my own personal room was a pig style. Unacceptable, It yes. was messy. You know when you guys... Maybe to the guys out there, like, when you leave clothes on the floor and you kind of just play that game where it's like the clothes is lava and you kind of have to like tiptoe your way around it because you don't want to step on it. It's kind of like that. The floor drove. Yeah. And so my dad was just like, I don't like the way you live your life. It's not good enough. Mm. It can be better. Yeah. And I think when he said that, yeah, it was like six years of just massive resentment and bitterness that like came out and I was like, are you serious right now? Like you're going to come at me for these little things when mm. like from my own perspective most of the people my age didn't have to worry about this you yeah. know what I mean and like I just got yeah I got really mad and so it got to the point where one day I sat my dad down and I said I need to talk to you and uh and he said okay and, Wait, and how old were you then? so this would have been 2018 so I was maybe 22 23 yeah so it sort of took Five years. Five years, yeah. yeah. It took five years to really come out to my dad pro- yeah. and, and really just tell him how I felt. And, yeah, like, without really, like, beating the bush, I just told him, I don't see you as a dad anymore. Mm. I haven't seen you as a dad in a long time. Um, I just see you as a man of principle because that's all you are to me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, my dad, even growing up as a kid, like, he was always working in corporate. Like, he would fly interstate or overseas for, like, maybe five or six days and then come back on the weekends. Mm. So even my memories of my dad was quite hazy, like, growing up. Like, he was never really fully there. Yeah. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I think even similar to last month's, um, you know, stories episode where, you know, that that uh, listener who submitted was like, you know, I don't blame my parents. Mm, Similar to me as well. Like, I don't blame my parents for the way that our relationship ended up because... I'm really thankful for what they've provided for me. You know what I mean? Like, who am I to, yeah. to complain? But but personally, I had to be like, no, but this is what it is right now. Yeah. And I, I couldn't love him as a dad. Yeah. Um, and so he was really shook. He didn't really say anything. Um, and then I will never forget it. We went to Pancake Parlor, um, but we went to the one near Chadston because I didn't want to go to the ones near me because I knew people who worked there. So <laughs> I was like, I didn't want people to see me as a wreck. So we went to, we went to the Chadston one because I knew no one there and we went at like 10.30 and uh, yeah, and then we just had a chat and we we spoke for about maybe an hour and a half and the whole entire time he just sat there and said nothing. And it was weird because... This whole entire time, knowing my dad, he's always been one to interject and go, no, I'm speaking, so mm. you need to be quiet. Yeah. And so, but it was like, yeah, for the first time in a really long time, he, he just kept quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what are like some of the things that you brought up when you were, yeah. Mm, I think, yeah. So the man of principle one was a big one. Um, and then the fact that like the way he spoke to me, it was, it, it, it didn't come off in a very loving, mm. encouraging manner. It just came off more like, it just came off like, you don't know what you're doing, so I'll do it for you because mm. you can't do it. And um, and that was over like many, many years. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like I just had to say it as it was like, dad, when you talk to me, I don't feel loved. When you don't, when you talk to me, I don't feel, I feel like there's a lecture coming. I feel like there's, there's mm. no, there's no like, 
there's not even small talk of like how's your day it's just more like what were your grades like yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, oh my gosh like, yes um, like uh, <laughs> when are you gonna when are you gonna mow the lawn or when are you gonna wash the dishes or when like it's always like when are you gonna do the next thing that I expected you to do yeah. before and it's never really like oh I'm checking in to see like how you're feeling or like how you're going yeah it's life. more like yeah. I'm checking in because I know if I don't check in it's never gonna happen yeah and that was so triggering and so yeah so those are the kind of, kind of things that I you know told him and then we drove home and it was really quiet. And then my dad, I mean, we, we pull up to my driveway. I, I turn off the car and then my dad goes, you coming in? I'm like, mm. yeah, I'll come in. And then he goes, all right, well, I love you, son. Ooh. Like no, no matter what, like you're my son, you're my firstborn and I love you. And then he left and he went up, you know, went into, into my house and my mom was there. And then... The you know you know how like when you when you in your house you got like that night light that turns on mm. with a sensor anyway when that when that light turned off, boo! I just started crying. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, this is so bad. Like, I just told my dad the most hateful, hurtful stuff that Aww. that any parent would be like, stop this. This is not my son anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah. Instead, he said, "I loved you," and I think. I, I really, something clicked that day. I yeah. think something really broke in me. And, and, and like, God is hilarious because, like, I turned my car back on to kind of, like, get the <laughs> fan back on. But then my, my music started playing and I'm pretty sure it was the goodness of God that was playing. <laughs> and uh, and it's all about the love of the Father, right? Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is a joke. Like, why <laughs> is it that the, the moment my, my song starts playing, it's all about, like, God the Father kind of thing. Yeah. It was always targeting the Father's love. And and then, yeah, I was sobbing. I was crying my heart out. And then, like, mid-crying, all I hear is, like, a knock on the window. Mm. And I'm like, what? And, like, I'm, I've cried so much that, like, all my windows had fogged up. So I had no idea who was at, who yeah. was at my my car window. I've got an old car, so I have to, like, wind it down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my mom. And oh. I was like, are you coming up, son? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like why are you crying i'm like i don't know it's just like that's okay just come you know like classic mom like yeah. have you eaten yet like just come inside yeah, it's fine. Like, You're fine just come yeah yeah and i was like i'll come up eventually like wind it up my window <laughs> and then yeah and so and then i think from there something yeah something definitely released um i was able to to connect with my dad more um the way he spoke to me the way i spoke to him the way we listened to one another it was it just improved mm. and i think it's just because we were able to see eye to eye um of you know of where we are as as human beings as individuals but also as a family yeah um so yeah so that conversation sort of helped you and your dad understand each other a bit more or like yeah 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 definitely um and and i told him that i wanted to see him more than just a man of principle i wanted to see him as a dad again and how did he sort of like i mean apart from like him saying Mm. i love you how did he sort of address some of the things that you brought up. I think he, I think he apologized yeah. uh, for the way that he spoke to me. I think he didn't really, maybe he didn't really realize like the kind yeah. of uh, like effect it was having. Yeah. I, I do remember there were times where he would say like, that was never my intention. And I'm mm. like, yeah, but like intentions don't matter much because when, we, it, when, yeah. when it's expressed, because if I can't read that and yeah. I can't understand it, then it's just lost in translation. Yeah. And we're speaking English together. You know what I mean? There's no language barrier. You know, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so, you know, like, something that I wanted to, I guess, really highlight on this is, you know, these scenarios may not make se- much sense to us, but they do demonstrate one thing very clearly, which is, you know, the future of our families depend on God, not on, mm. you know, you and me. Um, 
and and I had to really honor that and really listen to that as well and go, all right, well, I haven't honored my dad mm, yeah. at all and I needed to change that. And so from there, it just became a conversation. And this is like recent, like two years ago, maybe of like, how can we better uh, communicate and mm. be a better like father and son towards one another so yeah. yeah and I think it's like even though your family like I think we forget that all relationships require mm. time and investment in each other mm. to build it up yeah um, and I think family is like oh well we're always going to be family so yeah. like we like neglect them yeah so easily and yeah like we just like, kind of forget and I think sometimes totally. we like take them for granted as well yeah totally um, yeah. Me, me too. Like, mm. I, I totally took what my mom did for granted uh, before they moved out and I had to look after my siblings. Yeah. I was like, wow, my mom cooked, cleaned, picked us up and, and made us lunch for the next day. Yeah. Like, almost every single day. Like, th- there was never a time where we had nothing. You mm. know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, like, moms and dads freaking kill it as with, yeah. with that responsibility, that mantle and responsibility. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, coming back to that question of, you know, moving out of the house, did it? how did it improve uh, your mental health and your relationship with your parents? I think it definitely got worse before it got better. Mm. I know that's really cliche, yeah. but no, that's, it yeah. really did unearth a lot of unspoken and and very hidden problems and issues that I had to then, ex- I had to really go, I can't live my life like this anymore, so God yeah. help me. Um, and, and then, yeah, so it got, it got worse, but then after that, a lot of clarity and, and my relationship with my dad actually became a relationship with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but you know, I've, you know, what about you Ingrid? Like in regards to the topic of family and, and moving out, like, um, where have you been? Where's, where's life been like in, in this, in this space? Yeah. Um, I think I'm definitely not as far along just mm. because I'm a bit younger than you will. Um, <laughs> but I think um, there's definitely been experience because yeah. I think my mom actually flew back to Hong Kong a lot when I was year 11. So You're I think right. I was like around 16. Mm. So even younger. Yeah. Um, and my dad has always stayed in Hong Kong. So right. pretty much like since 10, I didn't really have a like father figure in mm. my life. Um and I think a lot of the time it's sort of just like you've learned to be independent and mm. you sort of learn to like be self-reliant because, mm. you know, my mom is always busy working and sometimes she gets really stressed mm. from work. And you when you see that, right, you sort of like, yeah. I don't want to add on to like your mm. burden, you yeah. know, like yeah. if I can deal with it myself, I'll deal with it. Um, but then I think that's sort of started becoming an issue when yeah. I was like 18 going into uni Um and my mom pretty much wasn't there. And I, like, had all these, like, freedom to do whatever I wanted. Mm. And I just lived with my brother. Mm. Um, and while I didn't really have, like, responsibility of mm. looking after younger siblings, um, I sort of felt like I was responsible for myself. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Which then it was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, yeah. And I think, like, it was fine. Like, I organized my life. I... Mm like went out with people um, and things like everything was good until mom came back yeah. into the picture. Mm. And I think suddenly I was like, I don't know how to cope with this yeah. because she's been away for so long and now she wants to come into picture. And I think her sort of version of me mm. was like me back in high school. Mm. Where, oh, I yeah. feel you on that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was like she almost just like, oh, 
you back in high school where I'm still dependent on them, mm. where I still needed them to drive me around and mm. things like that. Um, so suddenly when I went out a lot, she wasn't used to that. She mm. was like, I feel like you've changed a lot. Right. And it's like, we know that it's a natural thing mm. to change as you grow up. Mm. But I think for them, they just like really held on to that version of you. Mm. And they sort of like, I feel like you're changing in a bad way. Right. Because it's a version that they don't recognize anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like what happened in between. Mm. And it's because they weren't there in yeah. between. Um and then we just started fighting a lot. Like, yeah. it was, like, nonstop fights about the same thing over and over again. Mm. Um, and then I think at one point, like, I sort of recognized that, like, it's because they feel like they've missed out on, like, parts of my life. Yeah. That they're like, now I want to come back in and, like, sort of compensate for it mm. because I want to be a mom. Yeah. But I think for us, right, it's like, it's a little too late. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, this is the part where we sort of go out ourselves yeah. and figure out the world yeah you know um yeah and I think like I've had to have like multiple really difficult conversations yeah. with her just like sort of chatting it through and be like this is how I am now like yeah. and sometimes I have to remind her like mm. the person that you're thinking of is not me anymore yeah <laughs> and it's sort of like you actually have to learn to let that go mm. um yeah and I think it's really difficult because, again, it's like you can't really blame them for being absent in yeah. your life. Like, it's like when I think about it, like we all moved, like our family moved here when I was 10, right? Mm. So really she like sacrificed almost her entire life yeah. for me and my brother. Yeah. And it's like when someone has sacrificed a life for you, yeah. you can't be like, why don't you have a life? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think what's important for me was recognizing her sacrifice mm. and also understanding that she actually needs time to build that up back herself as mm. well and helping her in doing that. Yeah. And I think for her is she needed to understand that I am growing mm. and I am becoming more independent mm. and that is actually a good thing Yeah. that I am not... Totally, yeah. Yeah, not relying, relying on my family, on her, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but then I think there will still be moments where she like sort of falls back and mm. it's like... Um, just constant reassurance but mm. I think definitely having those conversations have like helped like both of us to be more aware of like mm. where each other's at yeah um and I guess it's important that we like also just apologize to each other mm. afterwards like not let it be a pride thing where yeah. we think like you know I'm right like I'm yeah, always yeah. correct because can I, I think, just say though like yeah. Asian parents love being right yeah like they just it's so rare for them to yeah yeah i think for a while like my mom like always thought that she was right yeah but then i think like praise god that like (laughs) i don't know like at one point i think she started realizing like actually i am good you know what i mean yeah 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 she like recognizes good things about me um and she sort of actually started apologizing, which I think so makes good. it easier. Yeah. Like, um, and I think more recently we've been fighting quite a bit as well mm. about the same thing. Mm. Um, and usually it's like chores that yeah. like trigger her. Because she's like, you're always going out. Mm. And it's like, at home, like, you know, is this like a hotel to you? Like, you only come home to sleep and oh, you never so clean. all the time. Yeah. 
And I literally yeah. do the same thing with like my clothes as well. Like yeah. it's all on the ground, yeah. like floor drove. Yeah. All my friends know. Yeah. Like, and like when they come over and stuff, they're yeah. like, I don't know how you live like yeah. this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally feel you on that, Ingrid. Yeah, yeah like so. it's intense. Yeah, um, yeah, same here. Like, yeah. I think um, praise from my dad growing up, mm. even now. Like, I th- there's only a few people that can make me cry, and my dad's one of them. Oh yeah, and and, and my dad makes me cry when he's like nice to me. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad says like, "Son, I am well pleased with what you've done." I just break. I'm like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, no." This, this is like yeah. a biblical verse, but it's also I'm just dying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what does it mean to receive praise from you? Like, how? Um, because, again, it's just been a lifelong, yeah. you know, like, of, like, why aren't you doing this? Why yeah, doing that? yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think receiving, like, approval and praises from your parents are, like, just next level, like, yeah. crying. Yeah, and it's, yeah. like, how do I receive it? Like, what do I what do? I do? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's because of the expectations that, like, you mm. sort of, they sort of put on us. Yeah. And then we hold on to it so tightly. Really tightly. That when they say, like, you're doing well, like you're doing okay. Mm. It's sort of just release you from it yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so relieved. Mm. Like this is not over my head anymore. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Mm. Well, on that note, Ingrid, um, you know, just through through this trial, through this this uh, this period, uh, what have been some verses that really comforted you in this time? Yeah, I think um, more so comfort. Like I think there's definitely been times when I had to sort of, swallow it a little bit like um just hold myself back from not engaging or like sort of if she's angry at me I'm gonna be angry back yeah Yeah. so I think um one of them is from Deuteronomy Mm. um chapter 5 verse 16 where it just reminds us to like honor your father and your mother as the lord your god has commanded you that your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like a first that most people know. Um, and, you know, it's in the head. But I think actually like carrying it out is so difficult. But I think that's one thing that I always go back to. It's like I got to mm. honor her. Like, yeah. you know, she is family that God has blessed me with. Mm. And there's a reason for that. And yeah. I just need to believe in that yeah. reason. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Like, God, you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm trusting in you. Yeah, yeah no, I, I get that yeah. totally, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, what about for you? Yeah, so um, for me, I have two particular um, uh, books. So the first one's from Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14 and 23 to 24. So it says, um, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, Kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, you are also to forgive. And above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Mm. And then verses 23 to 24, it says, Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So that was the first one. And the second one comes from Second Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verses 5 to 7, which is, For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. And I feel like, mm. um, you know, for parents and, and to the people listening, like, um, if you are in a bad space with your parents where you, you don't get along, you can't see eye to eye, um, there are just issues that just seem so insurmountable that you just can't overcome it or get through it, just know that, 
Um, we are called to love one another. Mm, we are yeah. called to embrace gentleness, kindness, patience. Um, to, to yeah, to have that self control to go. I'm not going to submit to my emotions and my feelings to of negativity towards my parents, yes. but rather see it with a with a different perspective of well, what are they going through? You know, and 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 from there go and what am I going through? And go well, how can we communicate that to one another mm. so that at least at the very least. There is um, an understanding, of, even if it's brief, of where each other is, you know, yeah. in that in that space. And yeah, like you know, family is is a really important thing, and, and family can get messy as as life does. Mm. Um, but family sticks together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just feel like you know, with that topic this week, that was something really big. Yeah. I think that, that I think yeah, others will. will will feel too. Yeah, and yeah. I think also just one like last thing to add yeah. on is like. Um, you might feel like, oh, they're never going to change. Like no matter how much we talk about it, they're just not changing. But I think that's not true. Like there will be a time when they get older, when they, I don't know, start retiring. Mm. They'll start having a different perspective on life. And that's when they will probably start realizing like, oh, actually I may not have been the perfect parent. Mm. And so I do really encourage you to keep having these conversations with them. Yeah. Um, and I think personally I was quite encouraged by the way that my mum has sort of started acknowledging that, mm. you know, she she may be right sometimes. Like I'm not saying she's not right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not oh, perfect. Too, all yeah. the time, yeah. Like she's right about me having messy rooms yeah. and not doing chores Same and stuff. Here. Yeah, but I think it's humbling to see that she is willing to also apologize for Mm. um, maybe sometimes she may have gotten too angry about things. Um, And the way that she's acknowledged that we actually care for each other in very different ways. Mm. And I think that's a huge like step of transformation for her as well. Yeah. Yeah, Likewise. I feel like, yeah, my dad too, like he, he's changed as well. Like like there's like certain tweaks here and there, Mm. certain, you know, loose screws that just get tightened and then you just feel it. You go, wow. Like, it like sometimes I even catch myself like I thought it was gonna go this way mm. like it usually does and yeah. it didn't. Um, and so yeah, to the listeners out there, you know, do your best to be the kind of you know spouse, parent, or child that he wants you to be. Um, you know, never taking your eyes off of the one who actually holds your family's yeah. future. You yeah. know, um, if things are going well in your home right now, like great, but you know, yes, don't... we're happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really yeah. happy for you. But you know, but don't be fooled into thinking that somehow you've made it that way. Yeah, it, it's a it's a combined yeah. effort um, yeah. that he he holds for you. Mm. And you know, if things aren't going well in your home, just don't give up on the hope of redemption. You know, don't give up that things aren't going to get better because they will. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so I think that would be a wrap. Yeah, I think so. today. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you want to tell us what's kind of happening next week? Yeah. So, um, I think uh, in the next episode we're going to be exploring a different topic, and we'll be having a special guest accompanying us yeah. as well. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I know. Um. I feel like this new year has been quite a year personally mm. for me, and I know some people close to me have been struggling a little bit um so we just want you to know that um if you're having a hard time and you feel like you can't really talk to anyone about it Mm. we do have um a google form for you um where you can submit your stories to us um and we hope to find a way to be able to encourage you Mm. um so the link is tinyurl.com forward slash um rice secret letters make sure the s is there and it'll take you to the form 
Yeah, awesome. And so, and for our last one, uh, we've got our very first stories night, which is going to be a uh, in-house like physical gathering yeah. uh, on the 22nd of Feb. So if you're available, uh, stay tuned for our Instagram and our Facebook for more details. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, we'll just be having some panellists and, you know, in-person conversations about things. Yeah. If, yeah. Awesome. So if you're keen for that and you want to explore that with us, come along. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.